here we are, Alan, sitting in an upside-down world where uh, it's inception. It's a layer on a layer on a layer right now. Yep, that's how we like it. Layers, you know, like you know, is did we record the show before? Did we record the show after? Is it Thursday or is it Wednesday? We don't fucking know. Is it Monday night? Nobody has an idea. I don't even know what year it is. Obviously. <laughs> well, you know, the one thing that we both know. It's exceptionally tough being a white woman. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to DU Does EFL Show. A biased brief recap of the rest of the English Football League is told by two. Common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and filling in for the uh, eh, mediocre Samuel Graham is a much better, my good man, Alan. Alan, how you doing, brother? Appreciate it, man. Dripping and pivot, maybe. Yeah! <laughs> my brother in the drip. My fellow brother in the drip. Um, were we drinking before? Were we drinking after? Was this recorded before? Was this recorded after? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And that's... That's the beauty of this. Are you ready to talk about the rest of English football, Alan? Yeah, let's do it. I never do this. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital, and you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we also stream every single Monday night as well. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Alan, how do people get in touch? Of course, if you want to check us out here at the DU Football Show, that's right. I'm owning it now. It's mine. It's not Graham's anymore. You yeah! All your favorite social media pages. We're at DU Football Show. And if you want to send us some emails, check us out. DUFootballShow at gmail.com. Very good. Keith's head is spinning because, you know, he hears both shows talking at the same time. It's very weird to him. You're plugging the DU Football Show. This is not how it normally goes. Hey, he's by the way, to, he's going to send an email to like tickle our tummies at duShow.com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, Keith, um, uh, you know, just remember, uh, you know, it's your fun fact Friday. That's all you need to know, right? Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Alan, I can set you up an email address. That's uh, tickle our tummies at duFootballShow.com if you want. <laughs> you can probably do that just, to, just for Keith, though. He's so, the only one who gets to use it. So, everyone, we're not going to bother with the normal bit of Sam cutting me off as I talk about us uh, doing the normal drinking thing because, you know, uh, up is down and down is up. And you don't know if this show was recorded before or after. Just know the following. I am still drinking uh, a lovely bourbon from Four Roses. That was number three on the 2019 list for the top 20 whiskeys. And uh, mm, I, of course, have my lovely uh, trash ice house beer. And I'm not sure if you've ever seen this before, Alan, but my uh, koozie <clears throat> is my niece and it's her pre K photo. And we call this apoplectic Abbey. <laughs> so, <good>. so, <laughs> so, so, so whenever anybody says anything disappointing, that's just right there. 
right there. You know, parents <laughs> always complain about the price of like sports photos and like school photos, but every now and then you get a year that comes out <laughs> like that, and you better buy, but all. Oh, Get an engraved, get a wood burned on a piece of wood. <laughs> this this photo will be on a t-shirt when she's a preteen, and I will be wearing it to remind her she ain't that sassy of a bitch. I'm that sassy of a bitch. And, of course, um, the key thing also, uh, we are enjoying the lovely bucket because there's three Alan, this very important, three very important rules. First, you have to buy the bucket. Then you need to add ice to the bucket. And then finally, you party. Because that's what you do when you have a 99 party bucket. Yeah. And I'm going to reach in here and pull out another one of these guys, roulette style. The whole key of the... Not only did you talk about it, but you went over all three steps, which we decided in pre-show means you have to drink one. So... Yeah, I mean it's that time. Oh, I'm I'm pretty proud in the upside down world. Uh, the way everything works out, I am getting all the bad ones out of the way right away. Uh, this is the. It's not an espresso because it has double X, so it's actually an espresso coffee ninety nine. Look, hey, I'm gonna tell you. At least it's brown. You know what I uh-huh. mean. At least it's not clear. I think that's when I would have been like, oh god, this is gonna be awful. No. <laughs> at I least eat- a little. Realist. It, is it is it brown, Michael? Is it clean? Is it clean? No, no, <laughs> no. no. Got to do the, the the movie quote. It's the best. Yeah. So funny. Go ahead and uh, the, drink your uh, ninety nine shots there, uh, super fan number ninety nine. I was gonna say it's the same time where you go look. I'm gonna make Wayne's head bleed for fucking super fan number ninety nine over here. Uh, we, we can hear the gurgling of it. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> You hear the air switch in the bottle, in the little tiny bottle. I am so glad to get that one out of the way. That's awful. My my problem with it is not that it's a bad tasting 99. The problem with it is, is that it is in a party bucket that's meant for the summer. Because, you know, when it's 100 degrees outside, I think I don't just want an espresso shot. I want an espresso shot. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, we're gonna championship corner. I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh no! Like they say in the Sandlot, I blame myself. I blame myself. I walked into that and I stepped all over your drop, and you did it perfectly, producer Mel. That's because you're threatening me with a ro- uh, roulette pool if I miss a cue. <laughs> I did. I did actually threaten her with that. That's okay. Plenty of time. Uh, I'm sure she already fucked it up a bunch, and now she got her shit together and is doing it correctly. Um, starting off with the uh, championship, um, Leeds, uh, after you know, we thought they got all their shit together and they moved off the people they needed to move off, and they brought in the striker from Swans and all that good stuff, right? Beat Ipswich 4-3, to three, everything's going well. Draw bottom of the table, Sheffield Wednesday, no, no. Because that's how that rolls, and that then helped Sheffield Wednesday get their first point of the season and are now... No longer bottom of the table. <laughs> that's solid. That's that sounds exactly like the championship. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what the fucking championship is. The uh, funny thing for uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Did you see how they got promoted in League One last season at all, Alan? If you didn't, I'll refresh. I did not refresh. <laughs> so they lost the first leg of the playoff 
it was like four nothing, and then won the second leg five to one, but like scored in like the 99th minute kind of shit to, to go to penalties to then win on penalties. That's that sounds rough. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I know your your team hasn't been down there, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, g- good on you. Mine's been down there twice in the last two decades or so, mm-hmm. and boy, is it fucking nerve wracking. You want to <laughs> stay out of that playoff as fucking as quick as you can because that shit happens, and it happens all the time. Yeah, just random crazy shit. Well, you know what? You had that great Champions League winning coach Rafa there to steer you up right back up to the top flight again. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. He almost sent us fucking down to the championship when he was fucking coaching our asses. Um, <laughs> keeping it rolling, uh, talking about a team in the Northeast, because I figure we'll talk a little bit about clubs that are up there. Uh, this is a big one. Um, the Now the bottom team in the league is Middlesbrough, who lost to QPR 2-0. And uh, Middlesbrough was a team that was in the playoffs, and a lot of team, a lot of people were picking to be an automatic promotion they are yeah. in a bad way to start the season. Yeah, they'd spent, if I'm not mistaken, the last two years pretty close to the top. I think the, I think the year before last, they like narrowly missed automatic promotion and mm-hmm. ended up in the playoffs and ended up out. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, I think snuck into the playoff, ended up out, uh, which again goes to the point: don't get in the fucking playoff. Get, get your automatic promotion spot if you can get it. Yeah, because crapshoot. But hey, you know what? The, if, as long as they hang out down there, we'll be perfectly fine. We'll get a Derby one of these days. Uh, oh, we're about to we're about to talk about your favorite Derby right now. Your absolute favorite team, your number one seed of teams. The reason why you love Jordan Pickford so much when he plays for Everton is Sunderland in a massive win, five nil over newly relegated Southampton. They kicked the shit out of them. Yeah. I was really I well look, I don't know what happened to Southampton after the wheels came off. Like I know James Ward Prowse left, so that basically to me they're just a they're a championship team now. Uh so I don't know, but I'd say it seems like Sunderland shouldn't be battering them like that, but who am I, man? I don't know. I'm not eh, Southampton. It was it was it was at the stadium of light, so you know, the entire upper deck was empty, of course. Because, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a all, giant all stadium eight. that nobody's at. All 8,000 fans, I'm sure, made themselves well represented. <laughs> now, uh, the one thing that I will say about Southampton, and that I actually kind of want to talk about Sunderland a little bit because you as a Newcastle supporter, I kind of want to, we all know North London and we all know, uh, you know, the Manchester Derby and we all know, you know, the Northeast Derby, uh, the Northwest Derby and of course the Merseyside and shit like that. But I really want to talk about the time where, but mm-hmm. for Southampton, they held on to Che Adams. Nobody wanted to buy. And they have Adam Armstrong. And they still have Bazunu playing in the net. Like, they got two guys that are probably going to score 20 goals each. Like, so they should get promotion. Like, looking at what the rest of the league is. Because they should just be able to score a fuck ton of goals. Yeah. I mean, you would think so. But, like... Again, that's the that's the thing. If, if you haven't really watched the championship or followed your team it, from the championship up, if you if you're following a kind of a more newly promoted side, it's brutal down there. There's more games. You're still in the cups. It and it the football's different. There are no there is no tiki taka down there. There right. is no route one. 
A lot of Route One. <laughs> you you better buy the extra long shin guards. You uh, maybe two pairs of socks because everybody's kicking, yeah. kicking the shit out of anything that moves, and it gets rough, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would think that's always the the thought is with the parachute payments, the newly promoted, the newly demoted side should probably come up fairly quickly, but. It gets dicey down there. Sunderland is a perfect example. We'll get oh, to the Sunderland in a went all the way down. Uh, but he, he, the other fun thing you, you you mentioned, like you talk about the style of play, it's it's Route One football, and then with it being Route One football, it's also then giant fucking old school English guys playing center back. And all they do, like you said, is they like, you know, they're the dude that took away the knife from the fucking terrorist. I am Millwall. Fuck you. I'm Millwall. Like they are just right, proper, hard Englishmen. And that, and the league down there just gets played so hard and so fierce. It's insane. Now let's move on to the big thing. Sunderland which is a mm-hmm. city uh, just north of you, right? Or just south of you? Uh, south. So I guess they're southeast of us, mm-hmm. of Newcastle. Yeah. And, Newcastle. and yeah. this is known as the Tyneware Derby, and it's been a long time since the two of you have been in the same league. I think when they were up, you were down at one yeah. point. Um, why don't you kind of go ahead and just, you as a Newcastle supporter, talk to us about the Tyneware Derby. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you mentioned it. We were ships crossing in the night, um, going up and down, um, and in recent years and we haven't played Ooh, I want to, I'm about to go on a limb and say we haven't played since 2016 maybe, uh, which is kind of wild considering the Derby that it is. Uh, but like you said, one of the oldest, one of the fiercest, um, not only in England, but probably in Europe, um, would, would somebody would say, Oh God, um, yes, absolutely. One of the, one of the fiercest. Yeah, uh, they're 12 miles apart, um, and they just – it goes back to literally the 1800s. I think the first time they met was 1883, um, and then in the like maybe five years later, competitively, like formally in an FA Cup tie, I think it was 1888, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. stretching, stretching my Newcastle history. Uh, but, I mean, it's always been kind of – it's kind of a little bit of a local regional rivalry um, in my understanding. And I, I'm not from there. So please, Jordy's, if you're listening, don't, don't skewer me. But my understanding is uh, there was a little bit, Newcastle was the bigger city. So there was a little bit more of the elite in, in Newcastle proper. Right. Um, and they were more royalists and there was a lot of the normal working class still in Sunderland that, ended up coming to odds from a merchant standpoint and a, con- and a consumer standpoint mm-hmm. uh, and a commerce standpoint that they kind of started, those two regions started to split even more. And then their football teams obviously kind of grew out of them. There was, there was a Newcastle East end and West end. And then those two merged and became Newcastle United. And then Sunderland has always had their Sunderland AFC. Um, and then because of the kind of local regional rivalry that sprung up mm-hmm. through the late 1800s and into the early 1900s the football rivalry carried over and you have like i said what what is today probably one of the fiercest in europe um that hasn't been played in a long time so hopefully we'll see something here look i as much as i dislike them i would rather i'd, I'd love to see them come up yeah well and that's uh in, in the early inclination of uh of inclination of our show this was something we talked about a lot when there was 
a time where Darby were like, hey, mm-hmm. look, guys, North London, Merseyside, Northwest, time fucking where? <laughs> like, it's, it's right there. It's like when you talk about those major rivalries in, in footy, up in that part of the world, there ain't a lot of fucking teams up there. There's not. Yeah. You know, I do find it funny, though, um, before we move on, you talked about how, like, the upper class was in Newcastle. Um, I think they all unified on one thing up there it was probably Brexit. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Look, that was that was in the late 1800s. <laughs> Everyone in the region's eating shit from the south. And they love they still hate each other football wise, but they'll love each other politically. <laughs> so uh, Preston sit atop the league at four one and zero, still undefeated. Ipswich and Leicester are just behind just behind them with four wins and one loss. So let's go ahead and move on to League One, one of our personal favorite clubs uh, for myself and Mister Graham. In fact, when we were over there, when we had a day off. We decided to go to Fratton Park because we had to fucking see Portsmouth play. Pompey still remain unbeaten as they won three to one over the posh, which is great. Fantastic. I love that you guys actually went. Uh, that that was probably a great experience. Uh, how is that fucking ground? Is it a shithole? Oh, it's it's fucking dire. It's because it's the same park that it was. And the funny thing is, is you look at that club and if they had held on for one more year, mm-hmm. if they didn't go down the year they went down, because that's when it was still with Fox here in the United States and it was replays and only yeah. one game live and stuff like that. They yeah. held on for one more year when I went to NBC Sports before be, that became Peacock. Yeah. They would have gotten that fat fucking American and Chinese money that's and they'd sweet, be in sweet. a completely, completely different place. Like... Yeah absolutely a completely different place than than they are currently right now and it was yeah they made they they made an fa cup final that year and got promptly whooped and it was just like god damn like you were that close to the golden ring and especially like you were talking about to the northeast in the northwest the south as well it's not fucking london it's not london like London rules everything in England. It really does. That is where all the money is. That is where all society is. It is 1000%. London is probably one of the most powerful cities in the world. And the rest of the country kind of suffers because of that. And you look at like, like Pompey was right fucking there. And it was a fabulous experience. We had a, um, kid who hadn't even reached puberty yet using more swears than i use normally and i use a lot of swears yeah it was pretty fucking fabulous i loved it that's good that's uh, the lower league lower leagues where you got to get that's real salt of the earth you know (laughs) really really get the flavor So, so how familiar are you with what's going on with wigan right now because what i'm about to give you is a lot of fun shit uh, I've heard bits and pieces, but that nah, let me hit me, let hit me with something. Okay, so they got relegated and they got a points deduction to start the season, and yes. so they are currently they lost their second straight, which sucks for them. They are currently sitting in twenty first place, just at the cusp of being relegated, with a record of three one and two. So three wins, one draw, two losses, which would be their last two matches were losses which is a record better than the entire bottom half of league one. Because again, 
lower league football. <laughs> what was the points deduction? How much was that? Uh, it was eight points. Oh, that's that's doable. It's not. It's probably gonna fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's what happens, right? Well, their their problem is is that they keep thinking they're good enough to get back to the prem. So they spend mm-hmm. a shit ton of money when they're in the championship. They forget yeah. that it's a rugby town, not a soccer town. And then they get in trouble. They get their hands slapped. They go back down to League One. And then they get a points deduction. And then two seasons later, they kick the shit out of everybody, win the fucking league, go back up to the championship and go, we're going to the Prem and spend all their fucking money. Yeah. They are not a League One side, but they are not a Premier League side. No, no. They're a champ. They're a championship side. That's what they are. It's a big town. It's a big stadium, but it's a, it's a championship side at the end of the day. Uh, a couple of other teams that we like to talk about that are also championship sides, certainly. Uh, Bolton and Barnsley both got wins, and they currently sit in uh, second and eighth place, respectively. That's good. I like Bolton. <laughs> the exact same opinion from us. We all are kind of just inadvertently rooting for Bolton here. It's like Barnsley, I could take a leave, but yeah. Bolton, Bolton yeah. Like, yeah, well, especially because Bolton, when we talk about the way that teams fall apart, like this team fell all the way to league two were mm-hmm. almost liquidated. They were, they barely hung on to not get demoted. They ended up being in 22nd place. Cause it's 23rd and 24th that go down. They ended up yeah. being, Barely, by a just a hair, they stayed up, and then they won League Two, got up to League One. They've been around the playoffs now, and it's just kind of like, again, this isn't a Premier League side, but this is a championship side. This is, this is a team that deserves to be in the championship. They got a big stadium. They're they're one of the original twelve. It's just that's where they should fucking be, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just kind of ourselves this entire season. That's who we're uh, next to Pompey. That's who we're rooting for. So let's yeah. go on to uh, League Two. Um, our our little our team of our heart because a uh, close personal friend of the show Ben K, the head groundskeeper of Accrington Stanley. We love Aki, and unfortunately, Aki lost to newly promoted Knotts County three to one. And also, get this: Knotts County currently top of fucking League Two, man. So they were like, yeah, fuck you, Rexham. We're just going to go ahead and win the fucking League 2. You, okay, yeah, that's fine. You won You won the National League. We don't care. Yeah. We're, we're going to fuck with you. We're going to win the whole fucking thing. We're going to get promoted to the League 1, so you can fuck off. They had a good little, they had a good little rivalry, <laughs> right? Yeah, so those last past couple of years trying to get up. So, yeah, that'll be good. good. Yeah. Knotts, be County, good. Knotts County was the one that, if you remember uh, the game against West Ham in the FA Cup where it was standing water. And the yes. fireworks got shot off in like the first eight minutes of the match. That's Knotts County. Yeah. Host, host of four monster truck rallies. <laughs> Good league two football right there, baby. Hell yeah. Um, another Northeast club. Let's go ahead and talk about another club up there. Uh, Harrogate is off to a bad start. They lost this weekend one nothing, and they sit in 19th place. Yeah. Bunch of the Northeast clubs up there. I uh, I haven't heard much out of out of any of them, honestly. With like any any major pushes towards climbing up the leagues, no. but they're all kind of just steady. And I mean, look, Dan Byrne, he's playing. He, he starts for Newcastle. He's from Blythe. Played for Blythe Spartans. You know, it, 
so you could find some gems down there in the lower leagues. Oh, you especially. got a Hartlepool too, which uh, was in League Two. They unfortunately got demoted back down to the National League, and I haven't looked in on them to be honest with you. We'll take a look at the National League, but I kind of want to wait till later in the season to mess with that. Now, of That's course, fair. the important one that everybody wants to hear about is uh, Wrexham. The now uh, defensive juggernaut, since that Ben Foster decided to ride his bike away and not ride his bike back in, apparently now they don't give up any fucking goals at all. They beat Tranmere Rovers, as Graham would say, the lone club of Liverpool, is what his, he always likes to say. And they yeah. currently sit in 13th place with a record of two wins, one draw, and three losses. Here's the fun stat. They lead the league in goals with 15-4, and they're the worst team in the league with 13 against. <laughs> <laughs> the always sunny FC really <laughs> really giving it to us entertainer style I'm not gonna lie <laughs> doesn't matter how many goals you score we're gonna score score one more just one more five four yeah we're gonna score the five yeah like it the uh the fun part with that too is obviously the new um uh, we are Wrexham season starts up. And of course, for those of us who keep up with it, we know they got promoted. So kind of excited to see that, that kind of yeah, see the behind the scenes. Like, yeah, that'd be good. Well, and the show's done a very good job of kind of explaining that level and what that is. And it's been fun to watch and I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I don't how much have you watched uh, the season as well? Yep. We've watched it. Uh, and we talked to like, yeah, our neutral friends who are, who aren't, necessarily fans and we're like it gives them a clue like you mentioned into like the the football pyramid and kind of how it works and why we make big deals out about the shit we make big deals about like you know our good friends are like oh i kind of get it now I'm just uh, like, thanks guys we don't I, just pull our hair out for no reason i got a buddy of mine who i was a long time uh back when i used to do autographs and uh go to minor league ballparks he's a big minor league baseball guy big baseball guy in general he has completely fallen in love with wrexham like 1,000%. Yeah. Now it's like, you know what? Whatever gets you into the sport, man. <laughs> I'm okay with it, man. Welcome. Welcome to the fucking yeah. game, man. Yeah. You're ready uh, to have your heart broken. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and take a quick look at what the next round of the League Cup is going to be. And those fixtures are going to be on the 26th and the 27th of um, September. There's a lot of Premier League sides playing each other. So we're just going to take a look at a couple of things. Uh, first off, Ipswich, who is right at the top of the championship, welcomes Wolves, who are right at the bottom of the premiership. This feels like one of those kind of games where you're basically saying it's number 22 versus number 17. Mm -hmm. Kind of equal. It really is kind of equal. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a, those. So they're always the tantalizing ones, right? Those those and like good. Good. If you get two top six teams things of that nature you mm -hmm. get good you usually get good good, uh, good performances out of them so yeah that'll be an exciting one. that'll be good seems seems like somebody might be foreshadowing <laughs> um well i mean you're not exactly top six right now anyways um <laughs> in the thing we also love to see is when premier league clubs have to go play lower like really lower league sides west ham has to go to lincoln city which lincoln uh, city is a tiny little place like yeah. ten thousand. Yeah, that's all, that's the best. Like well, you always get the, the shit camera angles, and you if you look, I tend to watch the crowd more on those games because you see some shit happening. Oh there. yeah, definitely. Well, and the fun part that people don't talk about as well when you're doing that game is 
a Premier League visiting clubhouse is at least respectable, right? A League One club visiting team clubhouse is like dirt floors with wood benches, no showers, and one trainer's table. Like, and you take somebody like West Ham, who is used to sitting in fucking jaguar seats in in their stadium they're suddenly on a wood bench with a dirt floor and no heating and air conditioning and then they go out and they play in this stadium where there's only ten thousand fans maybe a thousand of their own on a field that is not perfectly pedicured and they have to deal with that shit and god forbid the lower team goes up one nothing god forbid that happens mayhem Absolute mayhem. Look, we've made it a pretty good business of ours in the last like decade to going out to teams like Cambridge and Oxford away. Uh, and yeah, you're absolutely right. That's what happens when a bunch of guys who are used to getting rubbed down 30 seconds before kickoff fucking stroll into a place that looks like a goddamn jail cell with some lawn chairs in it and fucking told to get out there on a bone dry pitch. Well, and, and then you have a Hungarian keeper at Cambridge that just decides, I'm going to have me a day today. <laughs> That's exactly like, what like happened. <laughs> if you shoot, I'm saving it. I'm just telling you right now, you might get a goal, but it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> like he tells his defense to let in 20 shots so he can save 16. <laughs> Be like, I'm feeling limber today. I'm going to knock them all over the post. Don't worry. We're good. Let's have some fun, boys. <laughs> yeah. The magic of the of any cup, the league or the FA, honestly. Absolutely. Um, next one, uh, the Foxes head to Liverpool. And I'll tell you what, Leicester's had success at Anfield in cup competitions. Yeah. That's always, look, that's, again, a team that just went down, right? <clears throat> Liverpool, Liverpool's, I'd, I would say, I said, I think I said it the other day, not rebuilding, maybe rebuilt. We'll yeah. see if, if if they keep holding on, but they look pretty fucking good and to have filled a little bit of the gaps that they had last season. Uh, but yeah, always interesting. Yeah. Always interesting to have two teams that, a team that understands and is comfortable going to, is it to Liverpool? Yeah, going yeah. to a place like Anfield. Yeah, I think that'll be a good one. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, and then, of course, we have, uh, as we talk about the um, Premier League clubs playing each other, we have another marriage-ending derby with uh, Everton going to Villa. Everton never wins at Villa Park. Everton will lose. Even even if you put your kids out there, Mel, you're going to fucking win. I'm just yeah, telling you're you. Not you're going gonna, gonna to start winning now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, we scored goals. That's... Baby, congratulations baby, baby step scores goals that's what we do baby step scores goals do you want some and money then, for your tooth fairy uh no, i got you. cash <laughs> i bet you do um yeah. <laughs> anywho <laughs> alan alan just to uh just to continue the shit storm that has been newcastle's week of all the stuff that's going on why don't you tell us who you're playing in the fa cup i mean the league cup we got manchester city but we're at home <laughs> no, no, no. You're supposed to sound more convincing when you say we're at home. <laughs> this is one of those things. It's like, uh, it's, it's like you couldn't really write it with a script, right? Like you, you kind of alluded to the last week, but it's like Newcastle, you want to finish in the top four. Okay. You'll finish in the top four. Let's see what, see what you guys can do. And fucking we've had the hardest start to the season. We're fucking, we got city in a cup. And, and, oh, by the way, what do you think of this uh, Champions League draw? And they just slowly slide it into you. 
I, yeah. They might have spit on it first as they slid it in. They gave it to you pretty hard. You had all audible gasps from other directors of football <laughs> around here. There's the guy from fucking Eindhoven's behind us, like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so, here you we are, guys. Poor bastards. I, uh, well, allow me to say that the run for Manchester City continues as they, you know, play you know, falling off clubs in the league cup early on, you know, they get, they just get the luckiest of draws all the time. It doesn't matter if it's home or away. They just get, you know, they get the easy out. That's how it rolls. And not to mention the EFL the next morning has to be like, Oh yeah, we put Norwich in ahead of Newcastle. So that draw shouldn't have gone that way, but they'll be fine. (laughs) We should be fucking playing Fulham, goddammit. Just just continuously, uh, you know, escalating the thought process that that London just wants to fuck the Northeast on a regular basis. Uh, look, I'm not saying there's a mountain of evidence or anything. I'm just saying every now and then, one of them comes about and you go, huh. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, uh, Alan, thank you for joining us on the uh, EFL show. What did you think, man? What's your thoughts? I enjoy it, dude. I don't. Uh, I don't start watching championship and like lower league stuff until like mid season, and like I do tune into it. So it is nice to kind of get a little early season rub of it and get get how things are going. But again, they play like seventy two games. It'll it's like an NBA <laughs> season down there. So we'll figure it out mid season. I was well. We often say in the championship they play eight thousand four hundred and sixty seven games a season. And the other fun part too is they play on Tuesday, and nobody plays on Tuesday. And it's like, what do we want to watch on a Tuesday in March? Do we really want to watch Liverpool or City play in the Champions League? Nah. We'd much rather watch like Fleetwood and Northampton downplay each other. We're like, Ipswich Barnsley, baby. Ipswich Barnsley. Give it to me. Fuck yeah. Give that shit to me. Put it right in my veins. Perfect. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. That's going to wrap it up. Uh, As always, if you're a fan of some of these lower league clubs, please get in touch. Let us know what's going on with your club. We'd love to talk about them. But again, we're not able to watch everything. It's there's a lot of fucking games going on. Until next week, everybody. Goodbye. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Of the Lord, the straight and short, Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button.